Good afternoon, Nerd Clan. Welcome back to Blake's Book Club. Today we're talking Chapter 23 of Voyager, Craig Nadum. And actually, is that the is that the title? I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yes, Chap Craig Nadum. Um, I wasn't sure if there was anything else added to it. Um, yeah, you know, this chapter <laughs> is a brief chapter. I think this is actually the smallest chapter um, that. Um, Diana has written in the books, and at least it certainly is the smallest one that I've ever listened to. I mean, geez, I think it was only six minutes long, which is like maybe a page and a half or so. Um, yeah, you know, this chapter is um, a unique chapter in that Claire wants to leave without having some kind of conversation with Brianna because she can't face it in the previous one, but Brianna just simply doesn't allow it, which I I really appreciate. Uh, I, I, I do wonder about the mechanics of how Brie got there with Roger before Claire did. Like, I don't know. If there's a way that can be explained, I'd, I'd love to hear it, um, just simply because Claire was leaving in the morning time. Uh, it Well, you know, before dawn even happened uh, in the last chapter, and I know she stuck around to talk with Roger for a little bit, but uh, but Bree is there uh, at the stones, which is interesting. Um, I love the the cabbie's concern for Claire, thinking, okay, I'm going to drive her out here, but you know it's a long way back <laughs> from the stones uh, to Inverness. Um, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Um, that you want to do this? I mean, you know, I, I know that Claire says, yeah, you know, buddy, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Um, but I think the, the, the thought process for the cabbie is a smart one. I mean, I mean, if it were me, I'd just be like, okay, buddy, you're, you wanted to go to these stones. Sure. That's your problem now. But, in but there are nice people in this world. <laughs> Unlike me. Um, his thought process must have been great uh, in in the middle of it. Someone who's just genuinely genuinely concerned for this woman who um, is making this request and doesn't it just doesn't feel right to this guy, uh, which is great. I I wonder if perhaps maybe uh, he. Like, maybe he makes peace with it because maybe he knows the stories of the fairies and he knows the stories of the people going through the stones. Like, I, I in my head canon, I feel like that's probably what... I, I feel like in my head canon, every Scottish person knows these kind of stories, right? It's just part of their lexicon, so they they simply go with it. Um, and I love, you know, in contrast, at the same point, we have Claire's thought process, too. Like, she's still... A little apprehensive. She's not a hundred percent sure what to do when she's on the way up to the stones. I mean, yeah, she has made her choice. She has made her choice to leave her daughter. She has made her choice to leave the the her current situation that she's in. I mean, we all look at it like, okay, Claire is just going back to in time. But I think one of the things that is easily forgotten is Claire has been in her time, like in her current time, for basically her entire life. And she only spent, 
what, a matter of three years in, in the past? So when you, and I know she had all of that stuff with Uncle Lamb and whatever, but that's, it's still different. Still different. I don't care how far away she was living from society or how rough she was living. It's still different. Doesn't matter. She has lived her entire life and she has lived the past 20 years in, in her current time. And I think it's easy to forget that because, you know, we went from one book to the next uh, and, you know, in, in, in our case, you know, uh, the, the reader's case, my case, you know, it was a matter of, well, I think I finished, you know, Dragonfly and Amber what, um, a, a few months ago, um, maybe six months ago. But for someone who's reading it, like, one after the other, it's just a matter of a day. And we do get a small sense of Claire's journey over the past 20 years via the flashbacks. But those are just flashbacks, right? They're not, we're, we're not going through the doldrums of Claire's life the way that she did. So, I, I mean, I still, I, I'm take bunkered on this, right? I am totally take bunkered. Uh, I, I don't think there's much of a choice for Claire. Um, her pull to Jamie is what drives her to go to the past. There's nothing holding her back except perhaps a little um, insecurity. Uh, and again, I would even say that her daughter is not even holding her back. In fact, she has avoided her daughter to say goodbye uh, at all cost. Uh, so there is no real choice for Claire. She is going, and that is that. Uh, you may want to make the argument that you know, A. Malcolm, the printer, may not even be uh, James Fraser. Maybe. You, you, I think you could make that logical argument. And I think for Claire, the character, there's a little bit of risk there. You know, a little... You know, what are the stakes? The stakes are, okay, if I go... You know, what am I risking? What am I risking leaving behind? Really nothing. Nothing. Um, well, what happens if I fail, right? Well, she's stuck in the 1700s. But even then, she can probably come back through the stones the way that she did the last time. Does she know that she'll go back exactly? Mm, not necessarily, but it's already happened. She's already traveled through these stones um, twice. This will be the third time. So, again, there are not a whole ton of stakes here. But whatever, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, she, her real life that she has lived in, uh, she has lived in the current time of her life for much longer than her time in the past. So I do understand her walking up to these stones saying, oh man, am I really going to go back here? Am I ready for it? Am I ready to, you know, to really rough it? Um, and Jamie, though, um, Jamie is there pulling her. Um, you know, and the first time that she went through, it was just a happenstance. It, it, I mean, you could say that it was a mistake, but it wasn't, she didn't choose an action and, and choose improperly. It just happened. It happened to her. Uh, the second time that she went through, uh, you know, Bree 
was unborn. That was a, her baby, and she needed uh, to give Bree safety. She needed to be taken out of that situation uh, because Culloden was about to happen. Who knows if Jamie's going to live? Jamie has to fight, uh, and you know Bree needs to have a life uh, outside of the. 18th century Scotland without the protection, potential protection of Jamie. And even then, Jamie has killed Dougal, so there's no um, guarantee for his safety. Um, there's no guarantee of the him being um, take, like part of the clan life i mean doodle's dead some he's gonna have to answer for that at some point right um so in this at this current time uh again it's jamie that is pulling her and claire is making a um claire is choosing to go uh and when i say she's choosing to go like she's just making a choice it's not much of a choice but she's choosing it nonetheless 